Welcome back. It's Simply Bitcoin. We break down the news from Twitter, the daily fail, meme review, software releases, hardware releases, and the websites by plebs or plebs. Joining us today, fellow Bitcoiner and miner, Denver Bitcoin or Adamo. Anyways, we are going to head on over to the numbers. Let's do it, people. Number time. Sponsored by... Number Time is brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference ever. Take advantage of the link down below for 10% off. At the time of this recording, the block height is 708,684. The Bitcoin price, 62,970. Chain rewrite days, 769. Total public lightning capacity, 3,192.80. I feel like that's the exact same number from our last recording. Anyways, sats per dollar or Moscow time, 1588 and Blocks to the happening, 131,316. So, I I mean, isn't that number the exact same? Or am I thinking that it was 3,182? 3, Dude, we should just... When we I consolidate, we should just skip the numbers, Phil. All, all I see in my head right now is just you like, like that that meme that's that's Charlie from Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he's in the mailroom with all the <laughs> yeah. lines drawn all over the place. <laughs> I swear, man, it's just like we, we sit there and we constantly feel like we're just reading the exact same numbers over and over again. <laughs> so. Man, the days of consolidation there. I didn't see anything interesting, but you know what is interesting? I, br I brought it up and we have something to talk about with one of the mining experts of Bitcoin Twitter. We got this right here on the. On the block on the block clock, we got 159 exahashes over the last 2016 blocks. Is the average. So I so check this out. First of all, I know what you guys are thinking because a lot of people are used to using the Bitcoin network, but they don't really deal with the infrastructure, right? And uh, seeing the hash rate recovery, this was the China ban right here. This is when the China ban happened, right? And because of the incentives of Bitcoin. The hash rate slowly recovered. It's at an all-time high. I said back in, I think it was September on this show, the Bitcoin hash rate will break an all-time high before the end of the year. Now, the beautiful part about this, and I definitely want to get Denver's thoughts on this, right, is that this hash rate recovery happened all by itself because of the beautiful incentives of Bitcoin. When the hash rate started to initially drop, there was a difficulty adjustment of 27.9%, the largest in Bitcoin's history. And that was literally to bring miners back on the network. And that happened, right? So the China ban, at the end of the day, China is trying to consolidate power. But in reality, what they're doing was a trillion dollar mistake. They shot themselves in the foot and they gave the hash rate superiority. They handed it over to the United States of America, specifically Texas. Texas is becoming Bitcoin mining hub. Denver Bitcoin, correct me if I'm wrong in all those things. No, man, you're right on. You're right on. You know, this is something I was talking about a lot this, this weekend in Kansas City. Um, and I, you know, even I had I had a spaces earlier because at, at Upstream we're releasing the the black box, right? We're, talk, we're talking a lot recently about home mining, and I had somebody ask me, you know, what happens when next year, uh, like a year from now, hash rates at three hundred x hashes, and everybody at in, you know home mining is getting wrecked, right? And I said, I, I said, well, let's look at that. Let's look. Let's think about that for a second, right? So let's say we did get to three hundred. Let's say tomorrow we we're at three hundred x hashes. Well, right now we've got these newer generation machines making 35 to 45 cents per kilowatt hour, right? 33 to 45 cents per kilowatt hour, depending upon what, what S19 M3 you're using. So if we had a doubling of the hash rate from where we're at 159, 160X hashes, well, then we'd just get cut in half on that. So people would still be making 22 or you know 18 to 22 cents per kilowatt hour, which is way above average, you know, power rates around the United States, certainly, you know, for, for like rural and um, any kind of industrial. And so, you know, we're in a position right now. I mean, when, when I, I, I think what you just alluded to, I'm glad you brought up the hash rate on the network because we're trying to get back to where that we were at that full, I think, I think uh, Harry Sutter coined the term, maybe full, uh, full deployment, right. Where we we're at like full hash rate deployment um, around 190 million terahashes, 190 exahashes. 
I mean, if, you, you tell me, Nico, you, you, you obsess over this shit as much as I do. Like, what, if every single ASIC was plugged in right now, what would the total hash rate be? Because I, I don't think it'd be over 205. I don't think it'd be over 210. Like, I think that's full, like, hash rate in the world right now. Because one exahash is 10,000 S19 pros. Man. Right, that's one fucking exahash, right? Bro, ballpark... I that would I'm a lot more optimistic than you are. It's just, dude, the the, the man. I would say two twenty, two thirty. Yeah, I was just saying. Okay, so maybe you're five percent. Yeah, but five, you're five or seven percent above me. But you, we're, it's not like four hundred and fifty. No, right? it's not the like same range, right? And so, like, yeah. even in S nine right now, if unless we see a Bitcoin price return to forty thousand, thirty five thousand, and sit there for the next thirteen, eighteen months. I don't see hash rate going over 225 exahashes in the next 18 months. No, I would be and, surprised. And you know what? To, to add to your point, you, we actually had Adam back. Um, we, we, we had him about a week ago. We had him on the show. And he said it basically along the same lines as you were saying, because of the current supply chain constraints all around the world, specifically in the manufacturing of semiconductors, right? There, there's actually a supply shock in terms of the of of ASIC miners. So yeah, you can actually mine an old, a much older machine. A seven, fucking dude. I, I, this V nine right here, this V nine is dead. Like if you had three cent power, you could mine this fucking V nine. I think because it's like one, it's like the same amount of power as an S nine, but it's only four terahashes. So <laughs> it's probably earning like it's probably earning like four or five cents per kilowatt hour, right? Like. That's like, if you have, I mean, honestly, that's insane. This machine is dog shit compared to the new stuff, but it's because we have so much mass, right? And, so we're, and, and then when you start thinking about the power, right? So like when we get to, two, think about this, when we get to 200 exahashes, okay, for difficulty to increase 1%, we're talking about 20,000 S19 pros mm -hmm. need to get plugged in. But beyond that, that's what? Like 65, 75 megawatts of continuous power needs to come online. No, and, 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 and not I mean, to mention the cost, like the cut, just the mere cost of the S19 for anyone who's not in the know, the S19 is one of the latest and greatest uh, Bitcoin miners from Bitmain. And the S9 is the old generation, right? That's the single kind of box. I'll pop it up so you guys understand. Yeah. You guys can visualize but it. It'd be 100, but, but it'd be actually has 120 million. So, so, so the going price for one S9 right now is about $9,000. You know, I think it's a little overpriced to, 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 to be frank with you. But the point is, bro, it, and to just to, to kind of contextualize what Adam is saying, just for the hash rate to move up incrementally, it's going to cost millions and millions and millions of dollars in new infrastructure and new mining stuff. And then tie that in with the semiconductor shortage you know, it's, it's, it's a good time to be a miner. I absolutely agree. And I just want to highlight something because remember the incentives of Bitcoin align, right? So the more miners come on the network, the higher the hash rate, theoretically, the more secure Bitcoin is and then theoretically the higher the value proposition, right? And this is all happening because people are just, you, they're just, they're just pursuing their own incentive. They, they, they want to mine, right? And that in turn helps the Bitcoin network. It's beautiful to see all of this in a decentralized fashion. But anyways, Phil, it's time for The Daily Fail, sponsored by Zoom. Zoom. Check out Amber app. That's amber.app. Bitcoin made easy. It's the easiest way to invest in Bitcoin. Check out the link down below. Yellow, you're nagging. What do you want? Amber, the smart wave stack sets. Okay, first, this isn't the full fail. I just, this video is just absolutely awful. Raul is just awful. I mean, I it, doesn't, it, it doesn't surprise me that he comes from, from Goldman Sachs. It really doesn't. Anyways, imagine selling your, so this is a tweet from Gigi. Imagine selling your, to, your Bitcoin tokens because not enough people said good morning or good night to you. That's right. Let's... Let's watch. But what is Bitcoin? It's a group of communities that share a vision about hard money and some elements of economic and monetary freedom. There's also a group that, that share a belief in wealth distribution. And so what you've got is a bunch of beliefs that are on this network 
that everybody participates in, and it's a strong narrative, and so it does well. And should you decide, as I did, that I was getting uncomfortable with that community and society because they were not being accepting of people with broader views, I sell some of my Bitcoin tokens and move across to the Ethereum ecosystem where everybody uses the words GM for good morning and good night and everybody's lovely to you. I mean, this I, you know what? This is even before we get into the next, the next, <laughs> the actual fail. That's not even the actual fail. That, that's just like a tiny little thing for us to riff on. What the hell was that? <laughs> Can somebody That's, tell me what the hell we just so so you have to hear good morning and good night so as long I I can scam the shit out of you as long as I am polite is what I've just understood. It's kind of it's kind of like a uh, it's kind of like a uh, you know a, a metaphor to the to the way the world is today is it's like mm -hmm. so long as you know so long as everybody pretends that they like everyone you know that's a better world even though everyone's fucking miserable everyone you know has tension right I mean it's, it's He's literally, he's literally sitting there saying that the niceness of how people other, maybe like saying if somebody owns gold and they're mean to me, I'm going to go sell my gold. I mean, because people that all, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a non sequitur, right? It's, it's a false equivalency. He's trying to equate somebody on the internet that holds Bitcoin to the, the entire ethos of Bitcoin, the project, the experiment of hard money, right, of, of digital scarcity. Like, it's just, it shows how sophomoric Raul's thinking is, right? He's, he's much more about, I mean, if you got Raul on a podcast to talk about himself, you'd never get him all, right? And that's why he starts, that's why he has his own podcast that way, right? I mean, I mean he's just, I mean, he's a self-flatterer to the nth degree. And so the way people treat him, he thinks that that's worthy of content on on the airwaves like like people want to hear how he was treated like nobody gives a shit um <laughs> dude no, no, yeah, you're, has, you're, you're, you're you're absolutely spot on adam and, and i think you touched upon you you made a very very astute observation i think it's a metaphor for the world that we're living in today where feelings and emotions are more important to some people than the truth right and it's all virtue yeah, and and I think that leads to catastrophic consequences without referring too much. But if you guys are living through what we're living through, the four turning, you definitely see this in all aspects of your life. But yeah, man, people have been disconnected from the truth, and they're 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 going by you know their emotions, and there you see this on on mainstream media publications like the New York Times. There was a there's an opinion piece that says uh, don't don't use critical thinking. You know, it's just crazy stuff like that. Or your emotions are more valuable than you know doing your own research. It, it's it's just it just it's all reminiscent of I would say the last death throes of fiat culture. Really, no, and I'm with you on that. It, it, it feels like the fall, right? I, I would I would I want to touch on that because um, I actually had a conversation with Svetsky this weekend. Speaking of Amber app, right? Svetsky's an awesome guy, um, and. He, we were talking about this. We were talking about the fact that uh, he was talking about how, you know, the idea of like, can't everyone just get along? Can we all just pretend, you know, that like we all think the same, believe the same and, you know, these nice, these plays. Well, really what that does is it fosters all of this resentment, right? It fosters resentment and, and begrudgingness, right? Like the way that he, the way he explained it was, you know, like if you have a problem with somebody, if you have like, for example, racism, if you're, if you're such a moron, if you have such a shallow view of the world, that you hate somebody for something as stupid as their skin color. Like, I would hope that you would be able to express that hate. And then I would hope that that person that, that got that hate would like never do business with you and never give you the time of day, right? Like it would, it would it'd be a more honest and open marketplace if people weren't so uh, falsifiable, right? Like they're, they're just truly falsifying their beliefs and it's all about virtue signaling, right? It's all about making sure that whatever you're doing is signaling that you're a good person. You don't actually have to do something that's good. You just have to, like, like art. Art isn't celebrated because it's be beautiful anymore, right? Pieces aren't celebrated because they're beautiful or because of the, the difficulty of the, the design. You know, it's not like the Statue of David where it was this one piece of marble nobody, nobody wanted to touch because it would crack. Now art is all about just what the message is, right? Like what kind, like, you know, how, how virtuous was it, you know, that it, what did it stand for? It could be dog shit art, but so long as it's virtuous and it's like you know trying to point out the the racism or the sex the sexism, then it's then it's celebrated by everybody. 
And I and I think you really hit the nail on the head. And, and, and look, like, you know, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes, right? And if you look at, you know, the decline of the Roman Empire, this type of moral decay, and I would even go out on a limb and I would say that the moral decay of society is tied directly to how far the actual money that is used in society is disconnected from reality. We're living on a false, the base layer of the world is a lie, right? So why would the truth be important? And I think that fiat, like on a psychological level, on an, on an economical level, on a social level, it has all these, it, it, it just, it's destroying everything slowly because the cost of money creation is zero, right? And there's so much exactly. corruption that ties into that, right? But it's okay. Bitcoin fixes this. Phil, what's, exactly. the next, what's the next fail? Zach tagged us in this. Thank you very much. Zach Kane 10. Anyways, imagine that. So here we go. This is a tweet from Grubles or yeah, Grublaze. I don't know how to what? pronounce his, uh, his name. But yeah, DeFi protocol BZX uh, was hacked for the fourth time. All right. What, the fuck, what, is D, uh, what does DZX stand, or BZX stand for? What's the name Rug of the token? I don't know. Rug pull. <laughs> I'm just wondering BZX. what food. I'm just well, I'm wondering what food is BZX. Is it like, you know? It's always it's, a food. Uh, no, this one's uh, this one isn't food, um, but yeah, this one's just BZX, and even on the wrecked, uh, even on the wrecked leaderboard, because of course it was already on the wrecked leaderboard, right? For fifty million, uh, fifty-five million dollar rug pull. Um, oh wait, that's the one from two days ago. My bad. But it was it was there before already. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm sure. No, yeah, it was like wasn't it like twenty-five million? Because I heard the first one. I mean, this is what's so fucking. It's so astounding to me. I mean, obviously, it show this is just highlights and your whole entire wrecked freaking by the way go back to that i want to see the freaking wrecked leaderboard that's, <laughs> wrecked <awesome. laughs> that's beautiful hey yeah. spartan protocol <laughs> that's hilarious hey, um but, but no i mean this is what's this is what's crazy i mean this is just this highlights the ignorance and and the mindset of the buyer right we were talking earlier nico about demand right what's a good measure of bitcoin's demand i'd say price isn't, isn't a very great measure of demand i'd say hash rate is a much better um, indication of demand, um, but although it's it's flawed as well because a bunch of people can demand Bitcoin, we can't produce chips, so there's you know there's issues there. Um, what this is indicative of is that obviously nobody knows what the fuck they're buying because if anybody was tuned into even what the network was, this B what is it again? BZX, BZX, BZX. yeah, this, this BZX lending protocol on the Binance smart chain, um, which is just a it's like an Excel spreadsheet in CZ Binance's freaking office. Um, like they would, if they had any clue of this, they wouldn't buy it. So what, what people are doing is they're literally going through tickers and they're buying low cap, mm -hmm. brand new DeFi tokens. Mm -hmm. Unit bias is the driving factor. It's all the hopes of, Hey, I'll go buy a million of all these bullshit tokens. If one of them has, if one of them has a Shiba moment or one of them has a Doge moment, then I get to be that guy on the news that held on to these. And then they're not going to hold it. And what's going to happen? Bitcoin's going to run. They'll probably move it. And then it'll run. They'll put it back. They'll get wrecked. I mean, it doesn't, it'll get hacked again. I mean, this is what's funny. Ethereum Classic. How many times has Ethereum Classic been fucking 50, successfully 51% attacked, Nico? Like fucking two dozen times? I mean, oh, yeah. it was happening like every other day for, for I mean, I got to say, though, I got to I mean, say, I don't know I, what's going on with. I got to say, I got to say one thing, though, Phil, mm. because you remember what I tell you about the shit coiners and their names, right? Yep. This name sucks. I this does. name sucked. And the it keeps getting wrecked. The pan <laughs> the pancake bunny run, the sushi, like at least I those can't are believe the I can't believe they haven't come up with a wreck token yet. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean Honestly, it's, it's, too, it's too obvious. It's too obvious. Can we, as Bitcoiners, can we create? Can we create a rec token and then just dump it somehow? Like, <laughs> like, I like I mean, a rec token. R e k t. Like, I actually requested Griff well. token yesterday. Griff token. I'd like that Griff token. Virtue. Huh? Just a virtue. Like literally, just name it Virtue Token because, like, virtue that's token. how. That's what most of these projects are fucking doing anyway. I mean, have All you right. seen the? Pro I mean, I remember reading one project that was like for every. Um, every time our, uh, whatever token goes up, um, $5 and then like, it gives an example. It's like at the $5 mark at the 10, at the 15, it's like, what, you don't think I know how to multiply by five. Um, so I gave examples and then it was like, we, we build a house for someone in need in Somalia or some shit. I was like, 
dude, dude, some they, cherry. They they they, they, they come what. up. They come up with dude. We we've been covering dude. There was this baby token where like a, a percentage of the token would go to the babies in need. It was so stupid. But anyways, <laughs> Phil, tell us tell us the exploit, bro. Tell us yeah, the exploit. Let's go through it. Let's yeah, go what through was this. the exploit? What was the exploit? This garbage. It's investigating an exploit of a private key linked to its Binance smart chain and polygon deployments we're gonna see this is gonna pivot into polygon a bit you'll see first yeah, i have no idea okay? what that means yeah exactly don't worry nobody does but you'll see the the players in polygon they're gonna look familiar though okay here we go so the the bzx smart contracts themselves were not compromised oh thank god this incident only oh impacted the polygon and bsc deployments via a compromised key so it's uh. all good right it's just a, it's just a compromised key that's it. Okay. Anyways. They can't even figure out fucking keys. <laughs> Last year, the protocol was on the receiving end of two hacks, which hobbled its ability to... This is good. Because it's all about the marketing, right? It yeah. hobbled its ability to take advantage of rising popularity in the nascent decentralized finance industry, which leverages blockchain technology. This is the interesting part. Leverages oh, blockchain hurts. technology to cut out the middleman from loans savings and swaps that hurts so that so hold on a second so if they're cutting out the middlemen what are these platforms that they're all getting wrecked on these these you know what they're not middlemen it's okay we're gonna continue in february 2020 bzx got caught off guard by a margin lending exploit in one of the first instances of a flash loan exploit, flash loans allow people to take out huge sums of shit coins to make an arbitrage play so long as they instantly pay back the funds. BZX came out short 1,300 wrapped shit coins. So we all know that wrapped ETH, I mean, like really? A shit coin wrapping a shit coin? Who cares? Okay, here we go. September 2020 exploit drained 30% of the funds locked into the BZX protocol, then worth 8 million. Though BZX paused the protocol, it later reported that those funds outlined have been debited against our insurance fund. In other words, oh, actual fuck. users with open margin positions didn't get hurt. Did, what the remember fuck? That line oh, back up. What, that, what is though BZX paused the protocol? Dude, we have dude, no fucking dude. We never know. What the fuck dude. does that even mean? They, they Some dudes the in protocol. an office just fucking pause. It's it's DeFi. It's DeFi. It's decentralized finance. <laughs> decentralized, but one entity can just fucking pause it. Yeah, bro. It's it's the <laughs> future of finance. Do these morons realize when, when they write these words? Do they real like? Do they even read their own fucking work before they publish it? Because I hardly read it, and I can see how fucked up it is. Dude, they they don't they don't freaking care, dude. It, like every single time. I mean, look, the Denver. There's been two times that these DeFi guys have had look, to bite a, the bullet. Look, there's a ticker of Matic over on the left. <laughs> well, uh, so that that's why we're gonna so take because Matic has something to do with this because right <laughs> Matic is the oh, under, does the underlying the underlying platform and it, it got me it got me thinking of something but hold on nico finish your thoughts and then we'll move Sorry, on nico. so so there's two times that these shit coiners have got caught and and the first thing that they do their reflex reaction and this really shows you that they're fans of centralization is they ran to the state they said oh i'm gonna tell the irs oh i'm gonna tell the fbi so man it's 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 ingrained in their blood bro they they only use the DeFi, the decentralization as a marketing tool but all their projects are centralized as fuck anyways Phil, no what it's just a it? word it's like DeFi it is, is similar it's to just green word. for energy right it's like green energy thing that's just it just makes it makes it better for some reason exactly yep. it's, it, it really is just words right they talk <laughs> about cutting out the middlemen but yet they have an insurance fund and they can just pause the protocol but there's no middlemen in all of this anyways the polygon yeah. deployments right so let, let's let's take a look at this for a second i'm not going to sit there and run through what polygon is or any of that crap Please it don't. really makes no difference okay <laughs> let's just take a look quickly at the advisory board okay the Ethereum Foundation, Hudson Jameson, okay? You've got Ryan Sean Adams, which has been a repeat offender on the fails, saying the most garbage nonsense about Bitcoin and about Ethereum become, you know, being ultrasound money. And then of course, Anthony Sassano, who is exactly the same type of thing, right? These are just these are just serial shitcoiners that essentially make stuff up out of thin air and pretend that it's real, right? And their minions just go and, you know, retweet it and all that crap. Okay. All right. Polygon. 
Polygon Swerves, we reported about this, Nico, okay? Because, right, remember, this is... This, this BZX crap uses this, this Polygon... This other Polygon crap, okay? So, Polygon Swerves $850 million hack on Ethereum bridge. Okay, there we go. More wonderful language that means nothing. A shutterstock image of a bridge. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. It's a, it's a shutterstock image of you know, of a use case too. So don't worry. It's, it's the same garbage. Oh, Polygon no. has patched a critical bug on its plasma bridge. Is that like blood related? Who knows? Anyways, the vulnerability put 850 million at risk, though the issue was resolved before any funds were lost. Polygon has paid a record 2 million bounty to the hacker who spotted the issue. So look, I want you guys to take a look at this, right? Because even though this isn't directly related to BZX, this kind no, of- wait, 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 stop, yes. stop, Phil, this, wait, just- no? Just, just read more into it. Okay, the fucking Shutterstock image is a fucking <laughs> metaphor for this. this it fucking is. Dog it's a shit. fucking metaphor. Dog the shit. The entirety of this. Yes, the entirety of that is summarized in that goddamn image. Bro, scroll up, Phil. Scroll up. It says it right there. Shutterstock cover by Shutterstock. Stock high angle view. <laughs> they couldn't even cover that, bro. They couldn't even. Fuck. Anyways. anyways. Okay. So no, you're right. No, but it is. But and I will say this. Scroll down just a little bit too. One thing that I mean. So Polygon <laughs> has paid a record two million bounty. Like who? The, what the fuck is Polygon? Not to not to lose. Like, who not are the to lose eight fifty million? Okay, okay. You're making they, me do where this. They... No, you're making me do this. So now everybody has to suffer. <laughs> Ethereum's internet of blockchains, right? Polygon is a protocol and a framework for building and connecting Ethereum-compatible blockchain networks. Okay. Aggregating scalable solutions on Ethereum, supporting a multi-chain Ethereum ecosystem. That's enough. That's enough. That's, That's enough. enough. Okay. That we, we know. Enough we know. Uh, words. That's enough buzzwords. Listen, that, that stock image is a, is a better descriptor than what you just read. From. Honestly, the, no, well, haven't you, well this, uh, haven't you been paying attention? This is the internet of blockchains of the future. <laughs> but haven't we seen this 10 times before? Like, haven't we seen this 50 10, times before? There's 8,000 8, shit coins. I mean, like, uh, how you, many other platforms do this? Oh, wait, wait, I, Phil, Phil, listen to this. I, I mean, I, it's so funny. The other day, I went, I, I did a tweet, or I, I went on CoinMarketCap just to, like, check the Bitcoin price for a second. I, like, I was looking. I couldn't find it. And I saw the little, the amount of cryptocurrencies, and it was, like, 13, I, mean, I think it was, like, 13,024 or something like that, right? And I thought to myself, I was like, holy shit, how many cryptos were there listed on CoinMarketCap like last year. And I actually had screenshots of it. So I went back and I had a screenshot from almost exactly one year prior. Okay. And there was like 8,300 or something, I want to say. Oh, and I did the, I, oh no, I did the math. It's four, it was 14 cryptocurrencies got invented per day <laughs> in the last 12 months. Come on. Yeah. It was like 13, it was like 13.8 per day over a 365 day period. Oh, yeah, I mean, man. they're all zombies and shit, right? I mean, there's just like, it's literally like these guys make a coin, they go out and they market it for a week, they dump it, it goes mm -hmm. to shit. They literally take a little bit of that money, make another coin, and it's like they're just fucking, and then and, Ethereum, and Ethereum's market cap grows by shit coin zombie, like, there's like $6 million left on this, like $6 million left of bag holders over here, 12 over here, and now Ethereum just has like, 12,000 cryptos, 13,000 cryptocurrencies on it that are all just rug pulls and all the rem reminiscence are its freaking, uh, you know, dominance percentage. I mean, it's just such a, it's, it's a self-perpetuating fraud on like anything else in history. No, uh, on like anything it's, before it's, it. You're absolutely yeah. spot on, dude. But Phil, tied up, yeah. tied up. Okay, here we go, here we go. So check this out, right? Pay attention to the date, right? We're talking about this Polygon hack, right? That got averted. October 21st, 2021. Obviously, I can't play this video, right? Uh, this is, you know, this is like one of these, you know, crypto traders that people often run into on Twitter. Okay, Wendy O, and here you go. October 26th, five days after. Clearly, you should not be putting your money into this crap, right? You shouldn't be putting your money into Matic. Okay, you shouldn't be putting your money into any of this garbage. But five days later, you have, you know, a crypto trader shilling Matic to hit $3. And let me tell you, if you go take a look at Matic today, it is not at $3, okay? It's like half of that, okay? Like, you can actually go see... Oh, there was, I don't know, there was like some sound coming in there. You can actually go see, okay, like on the chart, you can go see her tweet, uh, sorry, you can go see her video, and you can see the candle going up, and you can see the candle go down the next day. So, 
This is, it's just so pathetic. And why, are we, so why are we still talking about Matic? What the fuck? Let's get to exactly. I got, I, my, bo my boss is talking about black boxes. Let's get to fucking Bitcoin shit. I don't want to talk about this shit quite shit. It's the daily fail. It's the daily fail. That's how, that's how much it's of a fail it painful, is. painful, okay? From Raul to a quadruple <laughs> fucking hack of some shit called, that just got letters, just BZX. Dude, we have to put our 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 viewers like, through this i'm like i'm i'm like my skin is crawling right now i'm like it, it, that's right like, that's the whole point bro we have to fucking feel, tell I, the masses you know, on youtube that are used to fucking getting this shit coin shit shoved down the throat I feel we have to, these people Wait, we have to well, simply Bitcoin's the counter narrative. We're the ones telling know, the truth. But like, but we have to listen, expose it. But even if they tuned into this and listened to us, you know, I mean, I, we're, we're crapping on this. I mean, logically, I, I guess I could be very calm and like, you know, like I give a very respectful break. They, they don't, they don't deserve the like, respect, Adam. Okay. <laughs> this is the point is that, listen, like nobody that nobody that that is is the one who's scamming people. When they when they get called a scammer, it doesn't bother them, okay? Because they know it, okay? But when somebody who bought a token that didn't know it's a scam, when you tell them it's a scam, it hurts, right? Because they got got now they're now they feel dumb, right? So they're gonna fight you, yeah, for having absolutely them. Right? Absolutely, so, absolutely, they do fight us, bro. On the comments, they're like, not, "You're fucking wrong." But after why I'm like, I know, and that's why I'm like, you know, I, I'm almost like, I'll wait until they finally like. They come walking up with their hands in their pockets, like. Hey, and you know so what like, the best? You know what the best part wrong. of them is like, that in a know? couple months they'll come on the comments and say, "Guys, you were so right. Oh, I dumped but this shit but here's the thing, for too. that shit." They're probably have to be. They're probably going to beat the dollar, though. That's the thing. Is they're probably going to beat the dollar, and in their minds, they're going to they're going to feel like geniuses, and like I'm not even sure that they won't even know they were wrecked, right? Like they're not going to weigh it against Bitcoin. It's no. I'm not. I'm. You know, it's. it's That's why they're shitcoiners. I've I've come to realize I think it's going to take a lot more time. Over. Or it's gonna take, or it's gonna take Gensler to come in with his, with just a hammer and just start like sending, sending subpoenas to, you know, freaking Amazon Web and saying, hey, shut down all these servers because none of these coins, nobody's running nodes, and so like they're all using cloud hosting and shit. And so over, Gens over, yeah. over the long run, over the long run, Bitcoin wins, right? Oh, wait. but you no, have suck, to be suck value out of all these crawl. You shit, have to dude. be consistent. Yeah. You have to be ruthless, and you have to just make fun of this shit. And you know, oh, yeah. you're I mean, right. I mean, people react really aggressively in the beginning, but eventually, everyone bows down to the king, and the king is Bitcoin. But anyway, still, yeah. Wait, wait. One, one last word. I, one last word. I will say, <laughs> I, have, I have way more fun. I, I, I have fire. way more fun making fun of the guys that like are perpetuating the scam or like creating the token you know like the the founders of the freaking what is this the world coin that scans your eyeball crap um yeah like proof of literally giving my biometrics to some random company like that's that's the consensus mechanism um i i feel i i have no problem making fun of them giving them shit because honestly like i i, I truly believe the majority of them have have bad motives right like of I think course they know what they know exactly what they're doing they're not ignorant to their own scam dude the people who, who have bought it and have just for some reason have like that like almost like fanboy patriotism for a coin because they feel like that that's what bitcoiners have for their coin and they're just out there trying to get people to buy their coin and we're gonna go out here and try to get people to buy our coin or something um like i i almost just feel bad for them like I, i'm just i i like i feel like pity for that like but you know, it's Dude, pitiful. Um, Adam, listen, proof of stake you know, doesn't stand for POS, doesn't stand for proof of stake. <laughs> it stands for proof of soul, okay? They all steal your stands fucking for soul. Shit. Be <laughs> Even better. Absolutely right. But anyways, you know, I mean, Phil. yeah, you're right. It's a fine line. It's a fine line. Adam, I have to anyways you. Anyways, yeah, we're, we're, Phil. We're anyways. It's anyways, Phil, Phil, it's time for the Daily Meme Review. The meme review is brought to you by Citadel 21. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. Get yourself a physical copy. There's only a thousand made per volume. It's pure pleb signal, citadel21.com. All right, everybody, the meme for today. First one is brought to us by a meme legend, the Bitcoin Lyota, the Great Reset, Bitcoin. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Next one, Dennis. Every time, 0.1 Bitcoin, 0.2 Bitcoin, there's always a bigger stacking goal. That is very true, okay? That That's a sickness. It's that, it That's how true it is. Anyways, moving on. This one is brought to us by Dylan Mayoral, NFT owners. We have friends. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
That's accurate. <laughs> totally accurate. <laughs> That's exactly what it is to own an NFT. Um, and anyways, Phil, I'm going to give this a very special score. I'm going to give it The Gaelic Wars. It's a very interesting book because it was written like 2,000 years ago. And you know who it was written by? Julius Caesar. And it's essentially kind of more of a propaganda piece, but essentially he's telling the story of the conquest of Gaul. And Gaul is modern-day France. Anyways, a little nerd came out. Phil, what about you? I love I, I love the historical references. That's fantastic. Okay, uh, definitely a great, you know, th those were all great memes. Love them all. Uh, the NFT one is totally accurate. You see them freaking out all over Twitter. I've got a little fail that I'm putting together for it. Anyways, I am going with my do-it-yourself Spectre hardware wallet. Ooh, and I love the stickers on it. Very course, cool. Always, you, know, you know me with the stickers. Very cool. Anyways, Every guys, we want to know... Do you agree with our scores? Do you disagree? Let us know down in the comments and join our Telegram group. Link us some Bitcoin memes to review because it's a Bitcoin meme review. But anyways, Phil, it's time for The Daily News, sponsored by... The Daily News is brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. Get yourself the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch like the 3D printed Bitcoin grenade art and take advantage of the link down below for 5% off. All right, everybody, some... Oh man, I, I would say, I would say there's a this is this is a pretty big defeat to be honest with you. Um, in the war to come, we covered this on 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 Saturday's episode, and we said if this bill passes and its current wording, it would not be good for uh, Bitcoiners in the United States, and that's exactly what what happened. The bill passed, and um, now it's on Biden's desk, uh, and it will probably be signed into law. So uh, this is Jerry Brito from Coin Center. He is, um, we've told you guys many times, he is part of the the Bitcoin and shitcoin lobbying effort in Washington, D.C. In, in our opinion, uh, Coin Center had one job, and uh, they dropped the ball. Um, you know, so I, I guess they work hard. I'll give them credit for that, but... They had one job, and I, they they I, maybe they maybe they're, the treasury was just too intense. Uh, Cynthia Loomis has touched upon the fact that the treasury kind of snuck this in, so maybe the treasury got a jump on them. But anyhow, um, Bitcoiners are taking matters into their own hands, and there is currently a, a Bitcoin lobbying effort. Uh, that's that's uh, taking hold. Um, if you want to if you want to find out more, I suggest you follow someone called David Zell on Twitter. I'll pop up his uh, his screen name. But anyhow, uh, Jerry Brito kind of gives us an update. Let's go through it. Despite our best efforts, the infrastructure bill has passed with the terrible terrible Bitcoin and shitcoin tax reporting provisions. The fight is not over yet. However, we have several paths to continue to pursue a fix. It's important to note that the crypto provision will not take effect until January 1st, 2024. So there is time to roll back this law before it affects anyone. So what can we do? First, the Senate will now on a second major spending bill and it's possible an amendment could be included in that bill. We are lucky that Senator Wynan as financial committee chair will be key to that bill. Second, we've been working with several members of the House to introduce standalone bills to amend the new crypto tax reporting provision. We would have over two years to get these passed. Third, although broker definition is now very broad, that doesn't mean it automatically covers miners, covers miners node operators, developers, etc. Treasury will now interpret its authority. This is the dangerous part. This is the catastrophic part, guys. Because it's up to the to the to the treasury to determine how much how how much they want to enforce these laws. If the, the most treasury, incompetent clowns and the ones that are enemies of Bitcoin, because of they course. are they are the most they have the most to lose if they lose the power of the money printer. So. Treasury will now interpret its authority, but Treasury was the one 
that put it in it put it in in the bill in the first place in its current wording. So I wonder how they're going to exercise that authority. They're going to exercise it to, to to oh my god. Anyways, and decide who it will apply requirements to. We will engage in that regulatory process. Finally, and this is what we talked about on Saturday's episode. Finally, we believe that some aspects of the law, like the 6050I individual reporting requirement, are unconstitutional. And just to kind of give you a refresher of what this is, essentially, if I wanted to send over $10,000 worth of Bitcoin to fill, I would have to fill out a form with the IRS that has Phil's social security number, his name, his address, and the reason as to why I'm sending it to him. The reason it's unconstitutional, first of all, no unreasonable searches and seizures, that is uh, the Fourth Amendment, and the First Amendment is freedom of speech. At the end of the day, Bitcoin transaction is a form of speech. It's a form of speech. When you broadcast a Bitcoin transaction, all you're doing is broadcasting a bunch of fucking code. So they're basically saying that because I'm broadcasting a bunch of fucking code that I have to somehow report this, right? And this is all in an effort to try to shut off the escape valve, right? Because remember, the fiat system needs you, but the Bitcoin system works on its own. Right. And they want to keep as much people within the fiat system because that gives power to the state. So this is this sucks, guys. I'm not there's no way to sugarcoat this, but uh, there is a little bit of hope. Um, you know, like Jerry Brito said, we have till 2024 to kind of amend the bill. If we don't successfully amend the bill, we hunker down. Right. The hunker down means. You hodl that Bitcoin. Um, And then another aspect that I kind of want to touch upon is that states like Wyoming and states like Texas, they're going to fight this tooth and nail. And if there's Bitcoin miners in the state of Texas, and that's that's becoming a large part of, you know, the economy over there, you have, you know, the governor of Texas going out and saying Texas is Bitcoin country, right? and they're not they're not going to stand for this right so if 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 the treasury deems a miner a broker right uh, how could because what they're essentially trying to do is uh, 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 the law is if you facilitate any type of bitcoin transactions which theoretically you could say a node does that right because you do have a copy of the bitcoin blockchain you do have a copy of every single transaction a miner doesn't really do that. What a miner does is just just guessing numbers very quickly uh, to try to get that mine reward. But when it does find that that said block, when when it does you know guess it right, it that miner then gets to choose what transactions are included in in that block. So like again, because the law is so broad, right? Theoretically, in the eyes of the treasury, they could say miners are brokers. Right. And then a miner would have to report every single transaction and who the name and the ID of every single person that was included in the block. How do you do that? It's not feasible, but it's not meant to be feasible. It's meant to give the federal government, specifically the Treasury, a huge stick to go after Bitcoin when it sees fit because they see it as a threat to the system. Anyway, Cynthia Loomis, which is the Bitcoin, the only orange pilled uh, senator, said, sadly, there are poison pills sprinkled through BIF. Now the work to undo the damage begins. Not ideal, but I believe we'll get there. And... uh, says Patrick McHenry on passage of Democrat spending bill under the guise of infrastructure tucked tucked away in this in the bad bill are digital asset reporting requirements that will have a long lasting and harmful impact on innovation here in the US right and again this is essentially you know a perfect tool right it's a perfect tool for the federal government to go after bitcoiners and and unfortunately another another thing that i think a lot of people missed is this this is funneling people towards the bitcoin etfs this is funneling people towards the you know the institutional non 
custodial forms of Bitcoin, right? So that the government could really control that. They're trying to make it so that self-custody in itself, right? In my opinion, eventually they're going to try to make it illegal because they can't control it, right? So it's very scary stuff. We knew this was coming. The, the, the U.S. federal government has so much to lose if it loses the power of the money printer. So it doesn't surprise me that they're trying, they're playing all the sneaky games and they're trying to do everything within its power to make the lives of Bitcoiners in the United States as tough as possible. We still have two years to fight this, but right now with the current wording, just to make it clear, if you run a, a Bitcoin node, apparently, you could be a broker if you're mining bitcoin you could be a broker if you are and you have to report who are what transactions are you facilitating how do you know that if i if you send bitcoin over ten thousand dollars to anybody right whether that's an exchange or whether that's an individual you have to report that individual's social security number, that individual's address, that individual's first and last name, and the reason as to why you sent them $10,000. This is completely against Bitcoin's open monetary network, right? We've been seeing it work in El Salvador. It's been working perfectly fine. But again, this is a step by the dying nation state to try to grasp on to any type of power it can. Phil? You know, I if I if I was to say I was surprised, I'd be a hypocrite, okay? Um, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. I'm, I'm just really deeply saddened by the fact that our incentives are so broken and people are just... People are just so hopelessly lost and, and greedy and stupid and ignorant, and you know what? It, it again, you know, I said this in past episodes, like th these are individual broken incentives where these people think that they're helping themselves out, you know, and, and really what they are doing is fighting against true monetary freedom. OK, like they do not realize like so right now they're in a position of power. Who's to say that their future generations through the abuse and use of this system do not become the people that they themselves, the right are are are, uh, are oppressing. So it, it like you need to think outside of yourself. You need to think of the bigger picture. OK, like that's the thing about Bitcoin, because by actually giving into our own personal incentives with Bitcoin, we're actually providing positive, you know, we're actually providing positive results to the overall society. So, I, I mean, look, you know what? It's really scary stuff. That, that we're seeing this, um, you know, like Jerry Brito said, you know, we, we've got two years to try to fix this. Um, you know, we need. I don't. So, you know what? I'm going to back up on this. Bitcoin doesn't make a difference, right? Bitcoin lives on. OK, there may be some bumps in the road or something like that, but make no mistake. They cannot stop it. They, they really, really cannot. They can hamper it for a time. They can they, they, they can stifle it, but they can't stop it. OK. It's just going to be absolutely insane to navigate the, 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 the maze of legal framework that these people can create. Because you have to remember something. That's what this system is. Okay? That's what all this legalese and all of this red tape. I mean, think about it, right? By creating such vague language and so much of it. It catches so many different people in that web and you can spin it any way you need. And look, it's up to the treasury to decide if they're going to enforce it. Are we talking about the, the, the senile, the like, like ghost that, that is Janet Yellen? You kidding me? You, you, like, you kidding me? Like, th this person's completely insane. This person gets paid millions of dollars to lie to her friends in Circle Jerk. And, and, and we're going to leave it up to these, these freaking clowns? Look. You know what? They're the ones that are really in trouble. They just don't see it yet. Okay. Ooh. Unfortunately, though, their numbers are greater. So. <laughs> no, and, and dude, they're they're dinosaurs. Uh, you know, about to get hit by you know the Bitcoin asteroid, and it's coming down. And like, it, it, it's you know, the more they try to fight this, 
the, the listen the idea is already out of the bottle okay and and ideas are bulletproof ideas you can't kill an idea right the idea of having full sovereignty over your money and the idea of why can't i have the ability to send my money anywhere around the world why can't i do that right we 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 we've gone in detail on the on this show about how kyc and aml doesn't stop criminals what it does is it milks actual kosher business owners that aren't following the kyc aml regulations to the t and that's where they get their fees from but we've we've showed you the receipts kyc doesn't even get one it doesn't even stop one percent of criminal activity why because they're criminals why would they they don't need they, they wouldn't use aml and kyc in the first place and we've also been preconditioned to believe that if these systems weren't in place the whole world would burn down and be taken over by criminals and that's total bullshit so yeah man like this is this is crazy not a good day there's gonna be good days there's gonna be bad days they're just not gonna hand over the keys to the kingdom okay that's for sure so bunker down hodl your bitcoin don't transact it don't sell it they can't touch you man and put your seed in a safe place because i suspect this is definitely going to get a lot darker before it gets brighter but we win and the reason we win is because open systems always be closed system freedom wins at the end but not before we have to fight our good fight metaphorically of course but anyways phil there was an open source software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Software releases. Software releases are brought to you by CypherSafe.io, physical stainless steel products that help you protect your Bitcoin. Check out the link down below. All right. We've got, for the software releases today, we're looking at Nix Bitcoin version 0.0.0. .0. 5-7. Check it out down below in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. All right, guys, before we go, I want to give a shout out to our guests. Not to leave midway through the show. This happens sometimes on Simply Bitcoin. You can give them a follow at Denver Bitcoin on Twitter. Has some awesome, cool mining stuff that you could definitely check out. But anyways, guys, that was the, the weekend recap. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to smash that like button. And of course, if you want to continue hearing the Bitcoin news from the people perspective and the catastrophic fails from these evil ass people, definitely consider subscribing. And we'll see you tomorrow, guys, for another episode of Simply Bitcoin. Fiat doesn't win. Bitcoin only.